What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Life of Pi. I hope you all had a chance to listen to our last episode where we talked Yellowstone Season 1, Episodes 1 through 2. If you haven't, please go check that out. My good friend Matt joined us, and we done some good whiskey, and we talked about this show that's become an absolute phenomenon. But to mix it up, like I said before my Instagram and Facebook and Twitter posts, we're going to talk about a couple different shows all at once, just so we get a little mix, a little bit of everything, but we're strictly television for right now. We're going to do movies down the line a little bit. And if you're still and you're just tuning into it, I did change uh, the way I'm going to do things. From now on, I'm just going to be doing strictly just TV shows and movies just to kind of streamline it easier for you guys instead of bouncing around to different topics. So we're just going to do TV shows and movies. So with that, we are going to talk about a show that is very, very near and dear to my heart. This is my all-time favorite show. And that show is Showtime's Dexter. But we're not talking the original series. Showtime just brought it back for its ninth season. The original series ran from 2006 to 2013. So it's eight seasons on Showtime. And for those of you that don't know, the series is based and built around the books called Darkly Dreaming Dexter by Jeff Lindsay. So, and like I said, Showtime just brought the show back. Now it's called Dexter New Blood. And, I mean, and it's just like, I am so excited the show is back. Um, I'm really excited to see who the big bads are going to be and how they're going to do it. And what I love they did with this first episode that I'm going to talk about is that they they actually didn't do a lot of shows do that come back after time. They, they kind of start like right where they left off. This show actually let it lapse. It, it, let, it lets it breathe. It's like it's actually been, I think, like eight, nine years since the series ended, something like that. And they played it as such. And they put Dexter in this cold weather environment, small middle of town, nowhere, USA, an upper state in New York. And I love that Dexter has, is like still adapted to it and he hates it. But the opening scene I thought was really, was really kind of cool and different. And like, I was really excited going to it. So I didn't know what to expect. I was always like, I was like, please, if you bring this back, don't drop the ball. Because there's so many shows that go away and come back. And then they just absolutely ruin all the great things they did before. Because as if you're listening to this, chances are you probably watched the original series, and we all hated how the series ended. I just I wasn't a fan of it. I don't want to get into it because it's just it's not worth getting into. So Dexter is back, our favorite hero serial killer, as crazy as that sounds to say, is back. So our opening scene right off the bat, the first shot is Dexter sprinting through the woods in like it's snow covered woods. With, with a with a rifle and you're like okay is he hunting somebody already like and then you got iggy pops um passenger playing in the background which are which i feel like is probably like a little tip of the cap to dexter's dark passenger to me that's the only thing that could possibly make sense and so one thing they did with this episode that i loved is that there's a lot of nods and tips at the cap to the original series, but you have to watch it because it's really quick. Like this is like the first one. I think there's like four in the first episode if I count it correctly. 
and another thing that's really weird. So it looks like Dexter, yeah, Dexter's like running through the woods, and then all of a sudden he like he sees this white buck, and he puts the rifle up to shoot it, and he doesn't. So it's like Dexter is still keeping his innocence of not killing. He hasn't killed in like I think ten. I think they said ten years. He hasn't killed anyone. And now Dexter basically has a farm, which I think is kind of weird. Not really a farm, but he has like goats and pigs and chickens and stuff, which I think is really weird for him, but it's also kind of funny. So I do like that. And then it goes into his house. It goes through his morning routine, everything. And they brought and the fact that they brought back Jennifer Carpenter for this for the for this series is amazing. I loved her as Deb, the foul mouthed sister. But as we know, spoilers, if sorry, if you haven't seen the end of the series by now and you're listening, I, I do apologize. But as we know by now, Deb was killed. She's been dead for 10 years. But the way they bring her back is almost like a figment of his imagination, something he conjures up in his brain. And her just like being there, keeping him company almost as he's isolating himself is just, I think it's so awesome. I'm so glad that she's back with the series. Um, and then we find out after does a little morning routine that Dexter, there's a new little intro too, which I like. They did a little different kind of intro than what the one we've had before. Then we find out that Dexter gets pulled over by a cop. Turns out it's his girlfriend. So Dexter is now dating the chief of police in the middle of this nowhere town, which I think is another tip of the cap. Because he wants to be close to the police and the crime, the blood, the violence, all that kind of stuff. But again, it's the middle of nowhere, USA, so there's not a whole lot of crime. But but him to be able to still be able to like, somewhat reach out and almost touch it, I guess, is kind of cool. And they gave him a new name. I like that. That he just managed to create this whole new identity. His name is Jim Lindsay. And he works at Fred's Fishing Game, I think is what it's called. And so, he's still around knives, guns, ropes, you know, outdoorsy stuff. And stuff that you he can kill you with. So another, t- and, like, and then this is like, in this scene, like where he's at work, doing the morning routine and all that. Another tip of the cap to the original show. He brings in a box of like, um, some kind of treats. Like, I don't want to say they're donuts, but I, could, I can't tell what they really are, but... Almost like the, like the very, I think it's the first episode, first or second episode, where Dexter brings in donuts for everyone. And his boss takes a donut and he brings in the donuts every day. So to me, that was another little tip of the cap. And then towards the end of the episode, they show him work again. And he does a little chair spin, which he does several times in Dexter, which I think is awesome. Another tip of the cap to the show, the original one. So... It's just, it's so funny that they put him in, like, this cold environment, and he hates it. And Deb tells him, well, you picked this. You picked this place. He goes, I know. And it's just, he's, he's so good at fake all of his emotions, so I love they kept that in there. Like, he's walking around town during this episode and talking to, like, the town kids, you know, sharpening blades for a butcher and... Everybody in town knows him. The pastor knows him. And a couple of people going out of stores know him. And so I love that they kept that in there. 
so we could appreciate like Dexter's faking emotion still. I love that. I love we didn't lose that. That's one of the huge key pieces to his persona is him faking the emotions. And then we have the first And so then we go back, we get said we we're into the store, and again we're showing his routine, and uh, then we have the first customer of the day, and Dexter's like, here we go. And of course, it's this moronic kid. Um, he wants to get a gun to go hunting with. And like the kid, like he's he looks, he's looking for a knife and he's waving it around, and Dexter's kind of like, Whoa, what are you doing? And the guy's like, what? What's your problem? He goes, I have a thing about blood. Oh my God, when he said that, it's just like another little tip of the cap that sheds like, because we all know his little secret and no one else does. So you meet this kid and you find out he's a very important, his dad's important. His dad's one of those, he's one of those families that's very rich around the, the city and everyone knows him and he's helped everyone. This family's been there for generation after generation. And he's kind of a spoiled little brat. And he talks about the guys like, oh, you don't hunt. He goes, he goes, no, he goes, he goes, I don't hurt animals anymore. And I got all these little, these little quick little things they throw in there, little hints and, and everything. And Noah picks up. And so like you meet Matt Caldwell, you instantly hate this guy, instantly hate this guy. And again, you find out he's like, he's like the main, like he's like, his dad's like a big deal. And so then he goes to try and buy a gun. And I think it's like a $9,000 rifle. And Dexter's like, well, you got to wait. So he gets pissed off. And he's like, well, I'll come back tomorrow. And then Dexter gets to the police station. And then his girlfriend, Angela, is getting yelled at by some kind of sheriff. And he, she pins up a picture of a missing girl. Then all of a sudden, it zooms out. And you see all these missing girls. So you're like, okay, something's happening in this area. And you just know Dexter's going to get to the bottom of it. You're, you're like, they're hinting at it, Like, this is probably what's coming. I, I would like to think that Dexter's going to help track down who is kidnapping these girls. Because there's like probably 15 or 20 on this on this board. So, after that, they go out for dancing. They see Matt Caldwell at the bar. He's hammered. He's being an obnoxious little prick. Um... And when Dexter's walking to his car, there's like there's a mystery person there. Like you kind of see like the back of the back silhouette with like a hood up. Like, well, actually, no, scratch that. We're rewind a minute. I botched that up for you guys. Sorry. They do when Dexter and Angela are getting ready to go dancing. You see a a, a person get out of a truck at a stop at some kind of gas station. And then when Dexter's leaving the bar. You see this person almost like following him, but Dexter doesn't see him, or else you do, you're made to believe he doesn't see him. So, the next morning, it goes by, and also you find out Angela has a daughter, so we find that out that Angela is a mother, and then, of course, the guy's following him from the bar, and then again, Dexter's morning routine of chasing the the next morning, Dexter's morning routine of chasing the deer. You, you, you kind of get the sense because they go back to this a couple of times throughout the episode. I'm just trying to hit the highlights for you guys. 
And you kind of get the sense that there's something Dexter does every day. It's like it's like a like a ritual thing. He sticks to the routine, the ritual. And so it's interrupted. He he, he hears a crack of the woods, dead silent. Here's a, a tree branch snap, and you see the hooded stranger off in the distance. So Dexter goes running over there, and there's footprints. He's kind of like, hmm, I think I'm being followed. And so Dexter goes to work and. He goes, he goes to take his lunch break, but he can't because people are protesting, including Angela's daughter, protesting outside this, the, the town diner, which is probably the only place you can eat in town. And he's a billionaire. People are protesting against him. And then again, Dex turns around and sees the hooded hooded stranger again. So, so he goes, he walk, starts walking towards him, and the person disappears around the corner. So at this point, you're kind of like, who could, who could this possibly be? Like, who has tracked down Dexter? And then it go, and then it's like, Dexter does a couple more things, and it goes back to Dexter. Well, actually, no, you find out Dexter has to go drop off the rifle. Sorry, I completely skipped over that, guys. I apologize. Yeah, Dexter has to go drop off the rifle to, to Matt Cottle's house. He's having a big party, a bunch of drugs and stuff. And Matt's friend, I think his name's Billy, kind of angrily confesses to Dexter that Matt killed five people while you're playing chicken in the boat and he turned into the boat and killed five people and so that instantly triggers dexter you know reason you know the monster to come out the dark passenger if you will and then when dexter gets home for dropping off the gun you see the light on his house and someone moving around and instantly the dexter just he turns he turns on like it's like almost like him being a prowler almost Real quiet through the footsteps, picks up the hatchet, creeps up on this person, turns around, and he asks, what the hell are you doing here? And then the kid goes, and the kid asks, he says, I'm looking for answers, are you Dexter Morgan? He goes, no, I'm Jim Lindsay. And the kid goes, I'm Harrison. Which, as we know, that's the baby he has with Rita. And so it's like, crap, like Harrison's here in front of me. I hadn't seen him in 10 years. So instantly you're like, Dexter, you know, do something. But Dexter, again, Deb's yelling at him in his brain, but they show it. And then, De and then of course, the, the, he goes, it's not me. You got the wrong guy. And then Harrison, the actor, has a great line. He, he goes, if you don't want me, just fucking say it. And it's just, there's so much emotion there. You can tell it's like killing Dexter not to be able to like, yeah, it's me. You know, it gives him like 20 bucks and he's like, you know, good luck or whatever. And and then basically the kid just leaves, you know? And um, and then it, t it turns out, then De they show Dexter out burning a picture of him and Harrison in the fire with Deb standing over the fire pit also. Which is also, again, Deb's in this a lot. Even if she's not saying anything, I think it's pretty freaking cool that she's in this series. I love that she's back. So, Dexter again goes to the morning routine. And he goes out. It's like The next scene, it shows him like the fishing, I guess, fishing, um, the fishing hole. That's what they call it. And it shows him, like, out there, and he's, like, pulling something up. It's real heavy, and it's frozen, like, Deb. And then there's, like, this black 
creature like pulls her back down. Then Dexter wakes up. It's just a nightmare. And then, of course, Dexter's off to chase the white elk again. And this time, Dexter approaches it, goes to pet it, and he's like, he's like, he just wants to touch it and pet it and just like basically have that piece of innocence at his fingertips is the way I looked at it. Then right as he's reaching out, bam, a shot goes off, blood splatter, the deer cries in agony and drops over dead. And you see Matt Caldwell come out and go, oh, I almost hit you, bro. And then instantly, Dexter just gets triggered and just smashes him in the face with the rifle butt. I loved it. Then he pulls the knife out and he goes, no, nope, not doing it. And to me, I don't know if they're doing this or not, but to me, the death of this white elk, I feel like was like the death of Dexter's innocence. I feel like the white elk kind of symbolized Dexter's innocence in this. In that moment, the innocence was gone. And Dexter, not Jim Lindsay, Dexter, the killer is back. He's taking out the trash. So then he freaks out a little bit. He's like, crap, there's blood everywhere. You know, he's got to clean up the blood. And then it shows his ritualistic thing that we've, we've all missed for so long. Of him making his kill room. It's very methodical. It's very... You just, I got so pumped up when I saw, I was like, yes, you're going to get a kill in the first episode. This is freaking awesome. And then his kill room's ready. He's got the guy taped down. And of course, Dexter does the slice across the cheek. And tells the guy, you know, I'm sorry, I'm out of practice. It's very sloppy. And then he get and, and the conversations that he has with these people on his death, I call them, I'm going to call them death tables. Death slaps, whatever, if you will. The information he gives people, the truth, the innocence in that moment, like he's so real with them. It's the true him. His, his guard is down. People are begging for their lies, confessing their sins, basically. And then Matt's screaming, like, my dad's going to kill you. He's going to rain hell and fire down on you. And then he stabs him, kills him. And once again, I think this is another nod to the original show. He's covered in blood, body parts everywhere, his phone ring. It's a female that he's dating, which happened how many dozens of times in the original series? Like, probably a couple, couple dozen. <clears throat> and it's just... And then, like, okay, again, you, you see Dexter. He, he goes, oh, I can't make it to the Christmas tree lighting tonight. And Andrew goes, okay. He goes, you got some things came up. Then you see Dexter driving through town. You're like, oh, he's going to dump the body. And then we'll fast forward just to save time a little bit. Um, let's see, where are we at? Oh. Yeah, and I also forgot to right, and then right after the kill, like Dexter says tonight, you have, you have the tonight is the night. And then the original Dexter music comes in. Oh my god, I got goosebumps from that. That was amazing. You're like, Dexter's officially back. Like, the nice guy's gone. The killing is back. He's gonna start taking out the garbage again. Drives the body through town. Then Dexter tracks down Harrison at the bus stop. Gives him a jacket. Talks to him. Asks him to come home. 
And this scene is actually pretty emotional because like Harrison doesn't hold back. Kind of basically tells him like you're a piece of shit. Like why would you why would you lie about it and like all this and like the like the scene. This scene's actually really really cool. Like the, the dialogue between them, the act between these two is very very well done. So I'm excited to see where the character of Harrison goes. Hopefully it's not just like one or two episodes and he's gone. I'm hoping he's around for a while, but we will see. So then Dexter brings Harrison back home. And then you see, once the door closed, you see the blood trail outside. So as you see this, you see Dexter's gotten sloppy and, and, not, and not careful. So that leads off, that, and that ends the episode pretty much. So <clears throat> this is my first time doing this solo, so if it doesn't sound as good as I'd like to or I missed something, I apologize. I'm going to get better as we go. But again, that ends that, ep that ends that episode one. So we got Harrison, Dexter's first kill, where he's living, a possible new big bad, where did he actually bury the body, and Deb is back. So a lot of big, you know, a lot of moving parts going on in this first episode. So I'm very excited to see where episode two takes us. Because you know something with the body's going to happen, with, with Matt's body. It has to, because there's blood trail everywhere. Dexter doesn't see it, and it's outside, and it's not snowing. So it's just there and ready to be seen. So, folks, I am really excited to see where the show goes. And again, thank you so much for listening. And please stay tuned for our next episode. Me and Matt, Matt will be back. We'll be doing our YouTube live episode. We're talking about Yellowstone Season 1, Episodes 3 through 4. Then right after that, I'll release Dexter New Blood episode two. Probably about probably Ryan Solo. Depends if I can find a guest or not. So, hope you guys are liking this new uh, platform I'm doing, trying to ease my way into it. And you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to diving into Dexter with you guys. Like this is this is my I I probably rewatched these episodes two or two or three times. I watched the entire series. Over a couple months span before the show came back on. So again, I'm really, really excited to see where the show goes. I hope they don't drop the ball on it. I don't think they will. So, until next time, folks. I hope you've enjoyed your slice of pie.